0: Merry New Year and welcome to the first episode of Honey, You Should Watch This for 2020. In this episode, we are going to discuss Greg's pick from 1995, Major Pain. When I started this movie, I was a turd. And and I think I still am one. (laughs)
1: Welcome to 2020, and I'm not going to say welcome to 2020, Uh, because then I feel like I have to say, and this is Barbara Wawa.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a brand new decade, man.
1: It's a brand new year, dude.
0: New year, new decade.
1: Yeah. So we
0: had a little bit of a break there.
1: We did. We did. I hope everybody had a happy new year. I hope everybody had a Merry Christmas, that they were safe. that they got everything that they asked Santa Claus for, and if you... Don't ask Santa Claus for for Christmas presents. You're silly because, you know, free stuff. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we uh, we actually got to uh, do something we rarely do uh, over the break. Uh, not me, no, because of the cats. The cats usually got me up about 6.30, 7.30. But we actually went to the movies. We went twice.
1: We went to the movies <laughs> twice. Christmas time is a big time of year for movies, so yeah. we did go see two movies. We went and saw one that you really didn't want to see in Knives Out. <laughs> <laughs> and then we went and saw one that you really wanted to see, Rise of Skywalker.
0: Yeah. No, I was I was hesitant on Rise of Skywalker. A minute, scratch
1: that. Reverse it. Yeah,
0: reverse it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, I was hesitant about Rise of Skywalker just because I felt a little disheartened by The Last Jedi.
1: Well, everybody felt disheartened about The Last Jedi, but you know what? Everybody hated Rocky V, too, yeah. so...
0: I had to stick it through to see how ray was going to work out. So.
1: J-Lo was in there?
0: No, ray Lowe. J-Lo? ray j No. <laughs>
1: well, you kn- you knew she wasn't going to die. I mean, oh, wait, sorry, spoilers. Oh, oh my God. It's jacked up, right? That's a, that's
0: a little messed up. You know she's
1: not going to die. She's got to be in episode 17. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think we should get into it. If we we do. We, maybe we do like a small fifteen minute episode on I it. I think but.
1: that if you like Star Wars, you should go see it. Yeah, There's it was no spoilers. It, it's a fun. It's a fun movie. There are parts. It was that a. It gonna, was a quick two and a half hour movie. There are, there are parts that you're going to say, "Well, it was still shorter than the fifteen minutes of trailers that we got to sit through." Holy crap! That was horrible. I'll take thirty seconds to to completely shit on Regal Cinema. Yeah, let's do it. Eight fifteen on a Thursday night. Mm-hmm. We showed up at eight ten, eight o five. Preach it. Actually, a little bit earlier than that, and they started showing trailers at eight fifteen, and Rise mm-hmm. of Skywalker. Oh, Maria Menounos was oh Yeah,
0: Maria Menounos was still on about eight fifteen.
1: Yeah, but but yeah. that she usually is. And The trailer mm-hmm. started, and the movie started at nine o five. Fifteen minutes of trailers. Um, so Stop uh, 5 five oh people. Five avoid, oh. Avoid Regal Cinemas if you have the chance. Uh, have the opportunity. Yeah,
0: we almost walked out. We we almost did because no, you almost walked. I out. I almost. I wasn't walked going
1: out. anywhere. Yeah, I was angry. I was gonna go complain, but you know, I didn't. Wanting my money know, back. What are you gonna get? I out of
0: it? want my burrito.
1: If you, where's my burrito? Oh, <laughs> <Where's> my burrito? <laughs> you're gonna quote Homer Simpson. You I'm gotta, paraphrasing Homer Simpson. Yeah. <laughs> if you like, if you like Star Wars, go see it. You, you might have. There's, you know, eh, it's not gonna be Star Wars. It's not gonna be Empire Strikes Back. It was very fun. It was gorgeous. It was. It was beautiful. It was. I mean, the action sequences were fantastic.
0: I felt about this, and I, I don't think I'm going to be giving away too many spoilers by saying this. I felt about this the same way I felt about the the Halloween reboot. It was the greatest hits.
1: It was a lot of fan service. Yeah, right? yeah. a lot of fan service.
0: Yeah. A, lot of fan service. Yeah. a lot of fan
1: service. Um, I will say this just to pimp it: The Mandalorian is the best thing that has been done. By Star Wars since Empire Strikes Back, so if you have Disney Plus and you have not seen The Mandalorian, you need to go watch it. I
0: haven't seen it, but um, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'll gonna watch gonna it with you. I'm gonna take a guess that that I that that's probably right. I mean, John Favreau does not do
1: it's incredible. Bad it's Star Wars directing work. It's not it's not computer graphics. It's it's Star Wars. They they do a lot of the the practical effects, and it, it should. Uh, I'm uh, you know what? Uh, let's go turn. Let's go watch it right now.
0: But *Knives Out* definitely—if you haven't seen it, like *Knives Out*, yeah, you know what *Knives Out* is. You went to go see it.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that was the Don Johnson. That was Don,
0: your 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 lover boy there, Don Johnson. No, he doesn't even call me back anymore. Yeah, he doesn't call. You don't (laughs) call. You don't write.
1: Busy making millions. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, being a badass
0: in the watch yeah we'd...
1: knives out has got a very high rotten tomato score and it deserves yeah. it it deserves all yeah. of it it's really really good we it's were not necessarily a mo- not sorry to cut you off it's Go not a, it's not a movie that you have to see in the theater but it's fun it's 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 it's, it's you it's, will not be disappointed it's good
0: it's i think i like it because it's a lot different than than what the fair has been that we've been watching lately it's it's a so it's can be slower paced um but it's it's definitely a, a lot different than the other things that are out there of course we haven't been able to see a lot of the stuff that we wanted to see mm-hmm. um we couldn't find jojo rabbit around here or anything like that but um i thought it was good um i know we were really late to the party on that one cuz that one came up after thanksgiving but i liked it we I watched a,
1: it. we watched a little known movie around christmas time that not too many people know about miracle on 34th street not
0: too many people know about that like
1: on uh, 34th Street. <laughs> what was that other one, that, that 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 small independent movie? Oh, Christmas Vacation? Christmas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. if you guys haven't seen that, you should watch it. Oh, it's God. A good time. It's a good time.
0: All right, so uh, this week you picked Major Pain for us to discuss. Yes, I did. Um, tell me why.
1: Because this is... <laughs> tell a, me a, why. This is an excellent Ain't movie. nothing but... What? It's an excellent movie. It's this a, is an excellent movie. This is a fun Comedy that's family clean enough for family that is typically not in my wheelhouse. And it's it's fun and it's fun. OK. I like that.
0: All right. I don't know if I 100 percent agree on the family fun or some things. So in That, PG. that were, I understand it was PG, but there were a couple of things I was like, holy crap.
1: But oh, it's movies. Nobody really got hurt.
0: <laughs> no, I guess not. But Anywho, yeah. yeah, it was not what I expected it to be because I had not seen the movie. I didn't even watch the trailer. Um, Which I is all,
1: good because then you would have seen all the funny parts.
0: <laughs> um, all I had to go on was, um, the poster. Okay, and the fact that it's major pain, meaning he's a major pain in the ass. But the look on his face, I really thought he was going to be more like you know this Bugs Bunny, Rascally Rabbit character that's you know just getting in everybody's craw. And, and I think that's kind of true, but not in the way that I thought it was going to be.
1: Well, speaking of the trailer. All why right. Don't, why don't we play it?
0: Now what we have here, lady, is a failure to communicate. The fighting's no longer done in the battlefields, man. Chillin' Now, all the blood is shed in the halls of Congress. There's
1: gotta be somebody needs some killer. There's no one left. You killed them all. Major Benson Winifred Payne needs a job. Major Payne reporting for duty, sir. Why? But this isn't what he had in mind. Hey, oh, yes, sir. What's your name, girly mouth? I
0: have eight wings. That's time, My lady, going start the hard stuff. The hard stuff? Gotta get rid of that jerk.
1: These kids need a minor miracle, but what they've got is a major pain. Hi, I'm Emily Walker, the school counselor. You want a You need to be more sensitive. What's your angle, boy? <laughs> Did I give you permission to sneeze on this? No, sir. Bleep, bleep, bleep! what are you laughing at, pig boy? His methods may be madness. <laughs> But now, they're learning. No pain, no gain. Boys making me soft. Them boys need you. Universal Pictures presents
0: Benson, nobody does the
1: robot anymore.
0: Guess I got to dig further into my repertoire.
1: Damon Wayans. He's back. Who's back? The man who lives in my closet. He's in there. Oh. He's He's still in there, he ain't happy. Major pain. It's interesting that song right there at the end where they're singing Sakatumi Sakatumi. Aretha originally wanted him to sing Nakatomi 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 <laughs> Nakatomi. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Oh, I think so. <laughs> oh no,
0: the diehard free zone right now. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Okay, all right. All right,
1: so. Give us the rundown. I'm going
0: to give you the rundown. So there's the story of Major Vincent Payne, who lives and breathes and sleeps war, And as we've heard, Keelan is his business, and business had been very good. But he, after his last South American mission, he was honorably discharged because he did not make it up to Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel. Sorry. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Uh, don't worry, I'll correct you. As, as yeah, I, d-
0: I do not know the military stuff. So okay. Uh, thank God I have a veteran here to guide me through it. Where? You. Oh, okay. So he is honorably discharged from the Marines uh, due to the lack of wars. And as a natural-born killer, he has absolutely no idea how to cope in everyday civilian life. Uh, he... Has a little setback, but his general finds him a place running an ROTC unit in a private boys' school.
1: The Madison School.
0: The Madison School. So the uh, junior ROTC students do not want to be led, especially by him. And whipping these kids into shape is his toughest battle yet. The movie was released March 24th, 1995, directed by Nick Castle, who was also part of the Halloween reboot and is part of Halloween Kills. Okay. Uh, Screenplay was uh, Damon Wayans, Dean Laurie, and Gary Rosen, and it stars, obviously, Damon Wayans in the titular role. Karen Parsons from Fresh Prince of Bel-Air fame as Emily Walburn, Steve Martini, As uh, one of our cadets, Orlando Brown, Albert Hall, Damian Wayans, Andrew Larson, Chris uh, Chris Owen, and Stephen Coleman, Mark Madison, as your cadets. His little troop of green men.
1: Green? No, he doesn't have any Martians. The Green Boys. Is that what they called them in the movie? That's what what Uncle Lewis called
0: them, the Green Boys.
1: Yes. Um, uh, Who? uh, Yeah, I I can't remember the actor's name. Um, so th- the movie starts off with, uh, Damon Wayans on uh, assignment in South America, uh, something, I, I can't remember exactly what the heading is, but it was somewhere in a South America, you know, with a massive drug cartel. And he, he brings everybody down. He comes home. They tell him that the Lieutenant Colonel Board had come out. He did not make it. So they're going to have to discharge him. Uh, they do a little. They do a little play on uh, Apocalypse Now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds him something. He sends him to be, as you said earlier, the uh, the leader. He runs the ROTC program for the Madison mm-hmm. School for Madison Preparatory School or Madison Medicine School. And um, hijinks ensue. It's really kind of. I mean, we could. There's a lot of things that happen. Uh, they hate him. He hates them. Uh, he. Treats him as a drill instructor would. Uh, he meets Miss Walburn and is enamored by Will's adopted sister. <laughs> 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 Hillary. <laughs> Hillary. And uh, at that point, he finds out that there's a Virginia military, insta- uh, the Virginia military games. And that becomes his obsession.
0: His objective.
1: His, uh, it becomes his obsession, his objective. His this is what you guys got to do uh he does a handful of things uh that are underhanded to t- treat them and make them understand that they will always be fighting uphill battles that the world works against them they got to be a team to compete uh then he gets offered at one point after he has a little breakthrough a breakthrough with tiger and who's the and
0: and mr martini
1: And Mr. Martini, and uh, he has a breakthrough with Miss Wahlberg as well at dinner after he does some Michael Jackson imitation, and he does a little bit of robot.
0: (laughs) And changes up his repertoire. changes
1: up his repertoire, his repertoire. Uh, He gets offered an opportunity to become a lieutenant colonel and go back to killing because killing's good. And he changes his mind because he loves him. Aww. Aww. And then they go and they win the Virginia Military Games. And then you see at the end that he's a loving, caring father, husband, daughter, sister, brother. Sort of. Oh, no, he is. Sort that's of. His, that's his guess. No, he sort is. Sort of. And yeah, see, he, that, that's why everybody in this country is soft. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you so so,
0: he, he got any questions for me?
1: I don't have any questions for you. I don't think I'm the one that has questions. I yes, think we should just open. You're the one
0: who picked the movie, so you should have a question. Oh, did for you me. like? Did
1: you like this movie? I,
0: I don't think this. Mo- I I I enjoyed watching you watching this movie. All right. You were very good e- good entertained. Episode. We'll talk to you next week, guys. <laughs> I either need to maybe watch it again after some time, or this movie was not made for me. There well, were parts that I thought I found amusing. There were parts where I laughed out loud. So
1: it's probably not a girls' movie. Most comedies aren't girls' movies.
0: That's not true. Well, that's not true. It's true. Most comedies like that is. So
1: <laughs> do you like Do you like Dumb and Dumber?
0: Just because no the the kind of comedy. Would be not the girls movie. not girls movies. So it's not comedies in general.
1: Mm, I think Some
0: like it hot is a comedy. No. I like that no, comedy. It's
1: black and white, it can't be funny. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I am. I am. <laughs> okay. I did. You I did, don't like war comedy or military it's not, comedy? No,
0: I don't even think it's that too. I mean it's,
1: it's you like stripes.
0: Yeah, I did. I did. I, I had uh, issues, I think, with Damon Wayans' character. Um, simply because the first time you see him or not see him but he, he hear him the, the first lines he has in the movie is when you've got the, the soldier there that's been wounded mm-hmm. and is in pain. Yep. And to take his mind off the pain where he's got this bullet in his torso he breaks his finger. Mm-hmm. Okay, We don't know what happens to this guy. Presumably he's dead
1: after that. No, he's not dead. Oh, you don't die from breaking your finger.
0: He had a bullet wound in his gut.
1: In his leg, I think.
0: And I thought it was in his it was side. Leg. It
1: was his leg? Okay,
0: but anyway, anyway, that's it's it's an odd way to, to do that. So let, me, so let me ask you something. No, when you, oh no. When you, when, you have, <laughs> when you
1: have the hiccups, how do you get rid of the hiccups?
0: I hold my breath and swallow.
1: You take your mind off of Focusing on the hiccups.
0: So you break somebody's finger?
1: Absolutely. That's the f- they teach you that in the first ten minutes of boot camp.
0: No, they don't.
1: <laughs> it's it's ridiculous humor. It's over it the it top. Humor. It is it's, ridiculous. It's like a it is movie.
0: ridiculous humor, and you know they're setting him up as this killing machine. He
1: is a killing machine. Right. You see them? He'll clean him out. Quick, this will clean him out quicker than one of them burritos with extra guacamole sauce. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: So they're setting him up this way. And then they set him up with the Apocalypse Now thing that you referenced, which yep. was he hadn't killed for days and then he had to.
1: Which you didn't get because you've never seen I Apocalypse didn't get it. Now.
0: I don't know how many references were in that movie. I actually tried to look it up and could not There's find it. There's quite a few. Um, There's quite a few. So
1: There's he the finds
0: failure. the rat, he kills the rat and he cooks it over an open flame and eats it, which is gross. It um, wasn't a real rat. Of course, it
1: wasn't a real bad. It was
0: a freaking movie.
1: Yeah, I don't understand. Then why does it gross? And th-
0: and then he tries to find some place to fit in in everyday civilian life. So he decides he's going to go and try to become a police officer. And in a negotiation, uh, <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah, in me. the neg- in this whole thing where he's supposed to be trying to not negotiate. What is it that you do when you're trying to?
1: Break up a, a disturbance. He's he's trying to yeah intersperse intersperse <laughs> well, any inter wedding
0: skirmishes. What's, yeah. what's wrong with us
1: tonight? <laughs> uh, negotiate
0: negotiate not negotiate. What did, what was the, what was the thing that the guys did in the wedding crashers? Mediate. He's trying to mediate.
1: There it is. Mediate. <laughs> he's trying in to mediate. Oh, see you don't like you don't like comedy because see you made your wedding <laughs> crashers. <laughs>
0: So you're trying to mediate between two actors who are who are acting out a domestic dispute. and she says that he hit him, the actress so
1: he says, he says, "Hello, Miss lady, ma'am., it's a, it's a pleasure. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. And God, they go action memorized. And they go action." And she goes, "Oh, he hit me." And he goes, "You like to hit women. Don't you ever, 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 never as he's beating the crap out he's, of. He's him slapping him like he's a yeah. <laughs>
0: ragdoll absolute ragdoll so this guy's violent this guy is a, and then the next thing you see is that he's in a school and he No comes the
1: next thing you see is he's in jail
0: he's in jail
1: getting offered a, a job
0: the general found him the job
1: by the mev- by the military. By so the he's not trying to put himself back into a civilian life at the. The
0: military point. would not do that if somebody just got put into jail for beating up somebody who didn't do anything. A civilian that's who didn't do anything, that's they would not, not, not necessi- do it.
1: That's not necessarily true. That's not necessarily not with true. working with little kids. They wouldn't. That's not necessarily true either. You do understand our government, right? <laughs> I, d- I don't understand very much these days. Well look, that guy had it coming. He was eyeballing him, number one. <laughs> and that'll hold up in court. <laughs> Anywho See, stop see, okay. It's a ridiculous comedy. Stop analyzing stuff like that.
0: I'm not analyzing it. I'm telling you why I had an issue with him. Okay, So they're setting him up as a dangerous, violent guy. And then the next thing you see when he shows up to the school, his first interaction with a six-year-old boy is to do the same thing he did to the guy out on the battlefield with the bullet wound in his torso leg. Okay, It
1: worked, didn't it?
0: No, it didn't. He was going to break a six-year-old's finger, so I'm supposed to feel like this is going to get to me into being like a family-friendly, lovey-dovey comedy. I don't think so. It's a joke. I know it's a joke, but it's it's a joke.
1: It's it's
0: disturbing to my sensibilities. I guess. All right. All right.
1: I, I guess. All right. I mean, if that's, the, if that's the approach you're taking to this movie, then there's not much to talk about. No,
0: we can talk about it. I mean, it calmed down, but like that—that that is your introduction. Now, you were laughing a lot because you've been through boot camp. You've been through the drill instructor thing, so there's a lot of things that you can relate to. There's not a single that thing he said
1: in that movie that I did, like it said to me in boot camp.
0: I, okay, that's fine. <laughs> However... The way that they set up the character made it hard for me to relate to him to get into this comedy. Understood. Okay. All right. We cool.
1: Uh, well, I mean, we're cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a comedy. It's 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 over the top, ridiculous. It's far fetched. Yeah.
0: I yeah. I, I I had a little bit of an issue too because the way he played the character with the, he almost seemed damaged. You know. <laughs> In the brain,
1: he he probably is. That I mean, that's the point. Yeah. It was he was like that. It was just a comedic effect. He talked like that for the same reason that Eddie Murphy talked like buckwheat. It just it's just to be funny. Yeah,
0: I, but it just I don't know. It didn't hit the right notes that say Buckwheat did or an H Ventura did. That's a, that's L. Okay, that's all. Anyway,
1: that's can, all right. Continue. We'll just let you pick the movies every week.
0: No, that's. N- <laughs>
1: That's all right. No, no, I, 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 I give up. No, I give up. I'm over for 4. <laughs> no, I'm you're over not. Four. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. I like
0: Tucker and Dale.
1: Oh, sort of. You didn't say you'd watch it again. You yes, f- I did. You made fun of it, too.
0: I did not. See,
1: you did. I did not. I made fun of it. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 <And> <laughs> this game <laughs> sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway,
1: go ahead. I, I, um, I, I, you told me. Tell me,
0: no, tell me, tell me the things that you completely related to in this movie because you, you were laughing during a lot of those drill every, sergeant scenes. Every and single
1: ounce of it. It's funny. I, it, listen, I, 14 and a half weeks at Paris Island, South Carolina, it was, it was 14 and a half of the most miserable weeks of my life, period. Mm-hmm. And I look back now and I laugh my ass off because that's the shit that happened. Let's talk about the scene where he's introducing himself to the cadets. Okay. And he's like, um, he tells the one kid, he says, oh, I see that you you got a, he sneezes on him, that you got to uh, need to boost his immune system. So he makes him drop down and give him 25 push-ups. Right. And then he goes down to the next kid because the fat kid's laughing. And he tells, oh, f- would you find a piece of candy in your pocket? Drop down, and give, me, give me 30 sit-ups. Right. And, and the kid can't even do one sit-up. And he's like, one, tubby, tubby. Right. And then... He eventually he gets to the deaf kid. And he goes, uh, what are you? Are you stupid or deaf or what? And the one kid leans for and said, yes, sir, he is deaf. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. Now drop down and give me 25 push-ups. He said, thank you. For thank yeah. you for, <laughs> drop for talking out of turn. Even though he did, he was respectful. He said, yes, sir, he is deaf. And he was helping and doing the right thing and being beneficial. He still got to do push-ups because he did not ask for permission to talk. That shit was hysterical. All of that stuff was hysterical. Yeah, and it I didn't happened. have any problem happened, with any of that. It happened to me. It happened to at least 50 of us every day. Every I day.
0: Underst- I completely understand why 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 recruits get treated that way. It's, it's it's an indoctrination into what they have to do. You cannot knee-jerk. You cannot...
1: You don't do sh-nothing. Sh-nothing? <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have their permission, you don't do don't anything. Don't mean sh- nothing good song but you don't like him
0: i don't eat muffins um
1: yeah i don't i'm not a big fan no yeah we'll, we'll get to that what maybe <laughs> maybe one episode i'll make you listen to an album No. <laughs> <laughs> i can't even remember the guy's name we're talking about richard Marks, richard Marks yeah Can you believe that ladies and gentlemen she doesn't like richard Marks. we'll play in you 24 7 though
0: uh, Actually, I don't mind Richard Marks as as much as I I despise Corey Hart. Corey Haim. Hart. Corey Hart. The sunglasses at night, dude. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's kind of hard know. for me to despise somebody who had a hit.
0: He had other trust me. No, no. I he, I dated someone who loved Corey Hart. He did so. not. Oh, that's
1: yeah. That's what yeah. we should talk about on uh, the
0: show. No. <laughs> no, I'm just no, no.
1: If no. I can't talk about Ford Fairlane. <laughs> I'd and rather get, talk about Fort Fair. And you get mad at me when I talk about Stagecoach Door. Uh, I love Stagecoach not, Door. We are not diverting the conversation from from Major Payne. We,
0: we still got a right Stagecoach Door.
1: <laughs> Exit. Stagecoach <laughs> door, door left remote. even. And who? I, I just thought it was very it was a fish out of water story. Yeah, He, he didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. He was over the top. Yep. He was a marine. Mm-hmm. He was stupid. He wasn't stupid. He was just he blind was, to certain certain aspects of life. He,
0: uh, yeah, he was. It, well, I was before we we recorded. I actually watched the the trailer to Blank Man, which was the movie he did before this. Mm-hmm. And it's the same kind of scenario. the The character's a little smarter, but same thing. High high naivete when it comes to social interactions, right?
1: He doesn't, he doesn't understand kids. He's never been around kids. He knows the military way of life. So that makes me, he's a, he's a, a, he's a major, which is an 0-4. So he's...
0: Yeah, explain that to me. A, a major, what does a major do?
1: He, officers are supervisory capacity. Okay, so Most he's like a uh, operational guy? N- uh, yeah. He's I still mean in the
0: field, though. He's a
1: field. W- 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> he's a, probably a field guy, but lots of times when you hit 04, 05, you're not really. Unless you're like a SEAL or like a special forces, which he might have been, mm-hmm. you don't do a lot of pick up a gun and go fight. I mean, in the Marine Corps, every Marine is a rifleman first. So if. If you have to do that, as opposed to your, you know, administrative duties, if like you work in admin and you work in payroll or something like that, but he was probably k- training for OCS, the Officer Candidate School, things like that. He was just a, he was just a hardcore. You know, it probably would have been a little bit better if they'd have made him a high rank enlisted, like a gunnery sergeant, like Gunny from uh, Full Metal Jacket, because mm-hmm. uh, most drill instructors, in fact, all drill instructors in the Marine Corps are enlisted they have officers that, that rank over them. The easy way the easy way to describe it is if you go to Walmart, you have all the people on the working oh, you have the two people working the 27 cashiers mm-hmm. and then you have the one supervisor that's over the cashiers when they need a when they need something to be approved. He would be the person that's there running the show and would make the the the, the approval.
0: Okay, so in the in the scene where we get introduced to him, he's in and this is the way I read it. I I could have read it wrong. And I'm, I'm going to say I've probably read this movie wrong because I've looked at a couple of other... I haven't seen any female reviews of this, but I did look up Roger Ebert and I think Los Angeles Times, and it was far more flattering than I thought it was going to be. Um, but I they set him up in these, that opening scene as more of a, I want to say, maverick. like a, a, It's a lone actor instead of somebody that's overseeing... The rest of the troops going in. Unless he's coming in at the last minute because everybody else got
1: slaughtered. Yeah, they did. They made him out to be like a Rambo. Yeah. Which is, and the reason that they did that is because they wanted you to see his proficiency and ability in combat and, and war.
0: But would a major really act that way?
1: If he was special forces, maybe. Okay. I, um, I don't know these things, seals, that's why I'm asking. The, like SEAL teams typically have, SEALs are made up of s- s- Navy and Marines and they typically have enlisted and officers on the team. I don't know the whole breakdown and exactly how that works, mm-hmm. but if he was in combat, actually in combat and he was that good then yeah, but if he was somebody that was designed to be a combat, if he was an infantry commander and he just decided to you know, to be that way, yeah, he could he could have done that in in combat. I mean Not as easily as he did, but...
0: Well, I'm a little confused, too, and and this is simply because we're trying to figure out if he was special forces or not. So when he shows up at the school, he's in his dress blues. Mm -hmm. When he goes out on the date with the Karen Parsons character, he's in whites. Mm -hmm.
1: Did you have whites as well? uh, Only officers have the whites. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, enlisted don't have whites.
0: That makes sense, because officer... Got it.
1: Yeah, but the officer and officer gentleman was Navy. The Marines is a, it's a Department of the Navy.
0: Yeah. Okay. I
1: believe Richard Gere's character was Navy.
0: He was Navy. Yes, Le- definitely. Yeah.
1: Um, Louis Gossett Jr. was a Marine gunny sergeant, which is more realistic because he would have been the one training them. Uh, uh, typically, it's enlisted, but yeah, he officers have different uniforms than uh, enlisted, mm-hmm. but most of them are the same. Like, when he had the green ones on, the enlisted have that, but the belt you wear is different, the insignia you wear is different. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you're all confused?
0: No, I'm not confused.
1: Okay, so let's talk about the movie. All right. This movie's fantastic. Four and a half out of four stars.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So tell me what the stand... Because usually I know we go to the end and we ask, you know, what your three funniest scenes and blah, 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 blah. But I think just because of the dynamic here and you clearly like this movie w- way more than I did because I'm like dumb and not getting it, I guess. I, I don't know. But, so tell me what it was, the parts of this movie that really, and that's not spoke to you, but you just really resonated with you because of
1: it. it's, because uh, I, I went through it, I guess. Because you went through it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was the kid. We we had a guy in our platoon mm-hmm. in boot camp that had an issue with his bladder. Really? And they didn't know it. Yeah, and you think they would have vetted that they out? They would yeah. not let him go to the bathroom. Oh Jesus! And he peed himself quite a bit. And we got to do a lot of push-ups because this guy peed himself all the time.
0: Now, when see, this doesn't make sense to me because it's not it's and it's not a sensitivity thing. If somebody had an issue with their bladder...
1: Ow! Well, that was thanks to the cat. That was
0: awful. <laughs> he just, like, clawed right in my big toe. Jackass. He does... Uh, he's,
1: okay, so uh, if somebody had an issue with their bladder... Okay,
0: if somebody had an issue with their bladder, then that would affect their ability to serve. So why keep them in boot camp?
1: He, did, he, he had a medical issue that affected his bladder, but they were able to correct it. Okay. The drill instructors were not aware that he had a medical issue. Okay. Apparently, apparently long story short, he had something in his intestines okay. that had hardened and was putting pressure on his bladder. So his bladder was half as big as it was supposed to be. Okay. So he could not wait as long to go to the bathroom. Once they found that out and they were able to fix it, it was okay. But we were like three quarters of the way through boot camp. Yes, it would. And that's why someone that had a condition like that would not make it through boot camp. But the fact of the matter is, is they teach you that, oh, I can't hold it. Yeah, you can. You, you, your body can do a lot that you don't think it can do. In fact, their favorite phrase was, go ahead, because y- you'll pass out before your heart stops. They, the whole purpose of that whole 14 weeks is to show you that everything they tell you is true. So that's what he's doing with those kids. Okay, They don't want to believe you know, oh, we can't do this. or we can never do this. Well,
0: they had some kids that had some health issues. Yeah, in there, yeah, you had a blind person. You had somebody with a heart issue. You had someone with asthma or some breathing. Yeah, something. asthma.
1: Asthma is not somebody allowed in the Marine Corps or weird, in, in weird the services. But
0: weird, weird, crazy ass eyes.
1: Yeah, uh, um, you know, crazy eyes isn't a medical condition. You no, know, it's not nearsighted or farsighted. But even then, if you have corrective lenses, that's okay. Mm. The, the dog the, the, the blind kid at the end would never he would never be a part of it it was just a way for them to make a, a good joke well
0: that's well that was my question you know if you've yeah. got somebody a kid that has a known heart disease and this is like all my I have questions questions coming out all right but if you have a question like one of the kids the kid that uh, I think was the kid that was went on to become the shermanator in the apple pie movies mm-hmm. um
1: American pie American Not pie. Apple pie. Did
0: <laughs> You'd still go see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. I'd probably, I'd probably go see it more.
0: <laughs> the American Pie movies, yeah. He was a post. He was there. There were a couple <laughs> mentions. <laughs> it's late, people. It's late. Um, there were a couple mentions of him having a heart issue. So this is junior ROTC. So the the thought is is that if you've got somebody in junior ROTC, they're prepping to become an enlisted officer. Right,
1: um, I don't. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that do ROTC in high school that don't plan on going into the military. I mean, if you're going to go in the military, ROTC is a good place to start. Okay. But I think that a lot of people use ROTC and take advantage of uh, scholarships that are available. Okay. And, and things All right. like that. Yeah. I don't know that if you have allergies, if you can't be—I I don't know. I, I was never—I yeah. was never a part of ROTC in high school. Well,
0: that—that that was my question. Like, if you—if you've got a known medical issue and it you're getting going to go into a junior ROTC program, is that a, you know?
1: I mean, you're not going to be—you're not going to be in an ROTC and be blind. Okay. death yeah. is put. death is pushing it. But you're not you're not going to be blind. Watch your feet. Yeah, I'll kick him. <laughs> you're not going to be blind because there's no way you can shoot a rifle. There's no way you can run the obspa- obstacle obstacle course, right? Or say it. Right. There's no <laughs> way. There's no way you can do the confidence course. You can't do drill because you can't. There's there's really nothing that you can do at that point if, okay. if you're blind. It's, that would never happen. Mm-hmm. Minor maladies. I, I I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I know you can't have diabetes. And be in the military.
0: Yeah, because of the fear, your need for insulin. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you know, I don't I don't know about how ROTC works. I know that Major Benson Winifred Payne is a goddamn national treasure. <laughs> and there is no reason that he did not win the Oscar for this movie. <laughs> no, no.
0: I I I think it, I had I mean I didn't I thought the parts of it where, you know, he's he's got he's a man with a plan. Right mm-hmm. in this whole thing because his he knows the kids are trying to get rid of him and it it isn't working right because first they hired the biker guy which is played by the w Bam Bam Bigelow Bam Bam Bigelow. and that doesn't work out because Major Payne beats the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they tried to make him sick with the
1: with they they tried to give him diarrhea
0: diarrhea yeah um. That didn't work.
1: Cast iron stomach.
0: Cast iron stomach. Um, was there a third thing that they did? I can't remember. Um,
1: yeah, they tried to do the, tried to take a picture of the kid in bed with the dress on.
0: Right, right. And then then he made them run around the in campus, dress. campus in dresses. So he comes up with, "You want me gone? You need to get that trophy anyway possible." So. The kids take it as they got to go steal it. Yes. And he calls and warns. Well, we don't know that until afterwards. Mm-hmm. So the kids, the, the one kid, the Steve Martini kid, which is the oldest kid, the oldest cadet. Cadet Stone. Cadet Stone uh, is leading this mission. They leave Tiger behind, played by Orlando Brown. Uh, a lot of people might know of him from That's So Raven. And a lot, he was a lot of ABC, Disney stuff. Um, family matters and things like that. So they leave him behind because he's six years old. So, and it's good because Major Payne had called and warned them. So the that troop of kids basically got the crap beat out of him. Um, but he was in the presence of the trophy enough to want it, to want to win it and win it right. Yeah. So that w- I like that scene. I like that scene where he comes back from his date which is awkward ass
1: scenes. <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about that scene for a second. <laughs> let's just talk about that, okay? Because yeah. we, right. we haven't talked about the movie at all. Okay. And, and, and not, to, not to correct you, but to correct you. Okay. He decides to play along with the we'll do what you tell us to do mm. um, to get the trophy to get rid of him after the ass beating they receive at the hands of the other one. Right. But when he steps up and protects him from his stepfather... Yeah. That's when they all realize that he gives a shit about them. Yeah. Which that is later. Yeah. which is weird because we we can talk about boot camp in a second because that's kind of how it works out. But let's talk about the date scene. This is far. This is a way. This is a ways into the movie, but
0: <sighs> one of the most unbelievable things. It was. It, it
1: was. Yeah. It, it, it was. And I told you. I told you when this scene came on that this scene bothered me. Because what, what bothered you about this? Well, first of all. That uniform that he was wearing, the dress whites, Yes, that's a dress uniform. Mm-hmm. Now, you can wear it like the blues. You're allowed to wear certain classifications of the, of the uniform, depending on how you wear your medals and stuff. There's the Alphas, the Bravos, the Charlies, the Deltas. Certain uniforms are only allowed to be worn at certain functions. You can't just throw on a uniform and walk out in public if you're active duty. Okay, I'm not an officer. I don't know the whites but I know that the certain blues and the certain service, to, uh, the service, the green ones that where you can and you can't wear them. I can't imagine that you're going to put on your dress whites
0: to go out to dinner, to
1: go have dinner at um, IHOP slash rave party. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that was the first thing that made me uncomfortable about that because I'm like, okay, that's that that's not going to go down, right?
0: I think that's just meant to show that his uh, his whole life has just been the military, so he doesn't have civilian clothes. And
1: I buy and I buy into that that that's that's what they were going after. The thing that killed me about that whole awkwardness was when she's like, well, why don't you want to dance or do you want to dance? And they went out on the dance floor, and they're at like this, it's a restaurant. It's almost like a diner. Like it's a, like a roadhouse. It's like, kind a of road type yeah. type, type, like a roadhouse grill You know that you'd walk in, you'd eat your peanuts, you'd do those shows for, with a DJ, and they're dancing to Pop That Coochie. <laughs> and I'm like, um, what? what? What is going down here? Now, the date itself was just mm-hmm. uncomfortable because he's so inept. Yeah, with his, with his but his he people, was he was tearing skills, it up, man. Oh, he was killing it. I mean, if it would have been nineteen eighty seven, he'd have went home with the trophy and not the fifty bucks. <laughs> that's a callback, ladies call and gentlemen. Back.
0: That is a callback to our bachelor mother but episode. It,
1: it just it was just a very it's a it was it was, <sighs>
0: it was it was it was weird. It was well, he's. I mean, that's that's the hard that's the hard part because they're trying to set him up as this romantic lead. And and this is a good, probably a good time to say that this this movie is a very loose remake of yep. a 1950s film called The Private War of Major Benson. Starring Robert Guillaume. No. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that. No, <laughs> but I jumped, that right in t-
0: I jumped right into it. Um, it char- starring Charlton Heston. Um, the Steve Martini role was played by Sal Minio who is a lesser known heartthrob but heartthrob of that time. Gotcha. Um, and then there was a little kid in there also named Tiger with a nickname Tiger. So so there's a lot of parts of that. And I have searched in vain to try to see if I could find any clips and could not okay. of this. But you're assuming that Charlton Charlton Heston's gonna play this straight, right? Because the whole point of this was or the whole private war of Major Benson is a major who is extremely tough on his subordinates um, but really doesn't know how to interact and somehow gets thrown into a situation where he is now in charge of a military school and has to get these people in shape.
1: Do you know what do you know what branch of the service he was in that?
0: I think he was Army. Okay. Um but I'm not sure. Okay. Um so but you can see Charlton Heston maybe playing it a little bit more straight and being a more believable romantic lead in this comedy, yeah. right? Damon Wayans, while an attractive man, did not like ca- was coming off of blank man and and still had popularity and was still part of li- of in living color, so they really tried to make this a more kind of colorful character in the way that he talked and his affectations and the gold teeth and all that. So it's hard to believe that he would be a romantic lead to someone like Karen Parsons. Agreed. Um, So that's what I had the issues with because he was so awkward. And it wasn't even like charming awkward. It was just weird. (laughs) If you
1: watch the movie and you pay attention, you've seen as many times as I have, he's got like marks and stuff on his face.
0: From battle? Yeah, Yeah.
1: Up until that point oh and, really and a lot of them go away he's got like a mole and stuff that they've got on his face and and they cleaned him up uh, yeah and then after after she became attracted to him you know she you know stuff like that but uh, you know but but that's that's the right. movie that's the movie magic you know and i don't
0: I, I think if you had him play it a little bit like you know you know how he was in my wife and kids mm-hmm. where he was you know he was kind of charming and he was the family guy and stuff like that but he was kind of a dick
1: Oh, he was, because you know? <laughs> he, he thought felt like he was the man of the house. Yeah, you the know, typical, and all that you know,
0: st- stuff. If he had played it a little bit more that way, it, I'm probably
1: not gonna, a little bit better. I'm not going to say that the voice was a great choice, yeah, but I can tell you firsthand that I saw my drill instructors the way they talked to me for 14 and a half weeks, and then when they actually congratulated us on our graduation, right. it, was a completely completely diff- it was a completely different yeah. voice. It was like they were normal human beings. And it was supposed to be... I find out later there was like hundred and seventy-two thousand things that I did in boot camp. Every time I did one, I'm like, "Why the fuck am I doing this? This is just, this is the stupidest thing." And then when you would go do like the combat course, you would find out why you did it, because now it's a, it's a, it's like, it's like muscle memory, right? And you, dr- you're like, "Oh, now I know why." So it was supposed to be a sound and a, just a. It was a trigger for you. To pay attention that something was going on. It was it was just uh it was like, you know, Spider Man's spidey sense. It kicks in and he Peter knows he yeah, he knows he's supposed to be looking around <laughs> for something. <laughs> nice. But good pull. He's supposed to be looking around for something with the spider sense. You knew when you heard that voice that shit was real. It was not it, it was there's something happening right now and you had to focus in. Mm-hmm. So I don't think that he talked that way as much. Like when he was in the office with uh, Cadet Stone. Yeah, after and that's that's a good scene. Up, I like said, that scene. He said yeah. what? He he didn't go what the hell? Are you? He said what the hell are you doing in my office? He still had the same right accent, but he wasn't. He didn't go as nasal with it. Yeah, and and that was something that somebody that had never been through it wouldn't, wouldn't pick up. Yeah, and even when he was sitting with uh um Karen Parsons, I I, I wanted it so hard to call her by her name. Um, in this, when he was talking to her, like uh, when they were sitting on the bench, when she was making him run around, and yeah. he was having, the, he didn't have the, he had the same uh, like yeah. cadence, but not the same sound. So that's kind of where that is. I think he went a little bit over the top with it, but I also think that that's kind of what mm-hmm. comedy was in movies at that time. Uh, characters went over the top.
0: I was able to pull um, and watch a, an interview with him when he was doing the. The press junket for for Major Payne, and they they asked him about the voice, and I, he it's a mix of two things, and I can't remember what the first thing was, but the other was a, he based it off a um a stunt trainer that he had when he was doing Blank Man, so gotcha. I'd well,
1: I I think that there's heavy overtones of buckwheat in there because after the part where he where he, okay. rescu- where he rescues um uh, tiger from the man in the closet and he goes sensitive, <laughs> I don't know if he did that on purpose to sound yeah. like him, but uh, you know, I don't I don't have a problem watching this movie because I've had this discussion with other people before. When I watch a movie, we we discussed Rise of Skywalker a little bit. When you watch a movie like that, the there's a universe that it's set in, and you have these criteria that are presented to you then that's how things work and you'll watch a movie and all of a sudden something will just show up and they'll be like oh yeah i knew i could do that and they move on and you're like no that's bullshit you know we, we've got nine movies and now something happens and and not that that happens in *Star strides skywalker but in, in a comedy like this i know they're being ridiculous christmas vacation is a perfect example there's no way when he falls off the house with that gutter, it slings that piece of ice that hard, that far. That yeah, but it's, I, just, it's just being funny.
0: But I think, here's the thing, A- and I, I think that the over-the-topness of certain things that are in this, because the thing I laugh the hardest at is um, he's walking away from the kids because they need him um, to go fight somewhere. And it's before the General,
1: the general has come back and offered him an actual yeah. an actual job and promotion to Lieutenant Colonel.
0: Right. And it's before the games where the kids are competing for this trophy. So he's walking away from them, and he's waiting at the station to to go to where he needs to go. And he has that little fantasy about, you know he sees this little house with a white picket fence across from the tracks. and he starts to have this fantasy of him being with the Karen Parsons character. And them adopting Tiger, the six year old kid, and in that whole thing where it's like this perfect domesticity, right? She comes out with the lemonade, and he's got the barbecue, and the kids running around. Then he sees this Viet Cong coming in from the side, and it's this—you know what I mean? It's it's his mind that you are seeing, and yes. it's funny because it's just it's out of place, it's completely ridiculous and stuff like that. But I don't think there were enough moments like that where you could see the world through his eyes. To have that craziness. Now, if you look at a movie like Ace Ventura, he's just...
1: He's abnormal from the get-go. He's
0: abnormal from the get-go. Y- you know where his lines are. You know he cares about animals, right? So you know where his... his What he's about, what he's doing. And he he's doing all these things consistently through the movie. You've got this stretch where he is really trying to break these kids, and the kids are trying to break him, And he's much more what you would think of as drill instructor in a movie, right? And not this weird off the top crazy thinking character. Um, The next time you see, you know, you see it him being that weird, weird dangerous guy in the beginning, right? Because he's a killing machine, right? Then you see him trying to step back from that because he's that's his instinct there. Then he tries to be nice and tell the bedtime story of the little engine that could. That gets oddly and weirdly inappropriately Blood and <laughs> ass and piss
1: and guts everywhere, <laughs>
0: yeah, out of control, right? When he takes his little hands, he's like,
1: his legs are just kicking. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry, I fucking love this movie.
0: So it's uh, you know what I mean. Had we had there had there been a better blend of that, where you could kind of see through his eyes how how friggin off the beaten path he is but I, they needed those scenes with him challenging the kids and the kids actually you know being broken and the kids doing what they needed to do to, to, to get to that next level of, of achieving what they needed to achieve
1: yeah I, well y- he's telling the story to the little kid he's telling the story to tiger and, and basically uh, that rings true because there's no bullshit involved he's not he's not he's not gonna and he's telling him he's telling him a little engine that could. In terms that he relates to, just like your parents and my parents told us stories and, you know, they put them in terms that they understood that they thought we could relate to. He just doesn't know how to relate to kids. He's used to relating to, you know, 18 or 19 year old men that need a motivational story about the little engine that could that got a little, you know, Halloween rated over the top there. If and you, I, you I don't have you
0: to wonder why Orlando Brown turned out the way he did. But
1: anyway. But I bet you <laughs> if you watch this movie again now, you would notice that there are different affectations in his voice when he talks in different scenes. He talks differently when he's talking to Tiger in that room. Mm-hmm. He's, if you notice, that's the only time in the entire movie that he puts himself on the same level as, as one of his cadets that he's talking to. Yeah. It's the only time that he's sitting down when he talks to him. He's always uh, if you have the high ground, you win. That's 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 a that's the first rule of battle. Okay. So he, when you're higher, you're at an advantage. It's it's the intimidation factor. It's like you know, when somebody has to fire somebody, they always wear the red shirt. You know what I mean? Like because it's the power shirt. When he's talking to everybody, he is standing up looking down at him. When he talks to Tiger, he sits down and he looks him in his eyes. Mm-hmm. And and looks him in his eyes because he's noticed the only other time he really looks these cadets in their eyes is when he puts his face what are you looking at ass eyes you eyeballing me right and it's it's well things he, like looks, that that people he
0: looks he looks at the, the cadet stone in the eyes too when he finally turns around and says "Do you see the trophy did you want it yeah you know and 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 really kind of says, you know, do you want to get it right way?
1: He gives he gives a little bit of eyeball yeah. uh, ev- every now and then, but like we were not allowed to look our drill instructors in the eyes. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, hmm. you get punched. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah, it was good. It was a good time. It was a good time. I'm glad I went. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so Orlando Brown, that was his first movie. Okay. He'd been in other things. And he went on to have a trajectory with ABC and Disney. And now he's just straight up weird.
1: Well, most people that get everything handed to them and can do whatever they wanted at an age of six do.
0: Well, I mean, he started with Major Payne, right? And he did a lot of one-off things on TV until about 1997. He did some voiceover work for that Damon Wayans cartoon Waynehead. He was 3J in Family Matters from 96 to 98. Kind of the cousin Oliver of the Family Matters universe. I got gotcha. you. Um, he was on the Jamie Foxx show. He was in the Jesus.
1: I forgot Jamie Foxx had a show.
0: Yeah, he was in the Olsen Twins show, Two of a Kind.
1: He Is that was a movie?
0: Uh, I think it was a, a series. Okay. I'm not, or maybe a video thing. I don't know. Uh, he did the voice of Fillmore on ABC Kids, so that was an animated feature. He was a voice on pride fam- f- bleh, Proud Family, and, and he was on that. So Raven. Good for him. And uh, now he's a a so rapper that's got a rap sheet, and
1: so he's probably put more money up his nose than I've made my entire life. Uh
0: yeah, he's he's had some issues. Good as for him. As far as let's let's look at his rap sheet here. Hold on.
1: Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. Drag him through the mud.
0: No, we don't. Um, but it's fun. Let's but do it's it. it's Fun. Uh, charged with misdemeanor, domestic battery, obstruction of justice, trug- drug possession, and in- with intent to sell, and having contraband in jail. Um, wow. Yep. That was February 2016. 18. He was ar- uh, 2018. He was arrested again. Alleged family dispute, including an argument with a girlfriend, battery of a spouse, resisting. Argument with a girlfriend and battery of a spouse. That tells us something right there, right? Jeez. Um, uh, I don't I get it. <laughs> 2018, arrested in Las Vegas by bounty hunters for outstanding warrant in California, failure to appear. Several arrests in Vegas.
1: I only have one question. What? Was he arrested by dog? By dog? The bounty hunter?
0: No, he was not.
1: No, No, I don't want to know about it. But
0: in December 21st, 2018, an episode of Dr. Phil aired focusing on Brown, who appeared confused and delusional. He claimed he was four years sober, that Michael Jackson was his father, that his full name was Orlando Brown Prince Michael Jackson Jr. He said he had four children that he knows of, two of whom he has never met and whose names he doesn't know. He says his oldest child is between sixteen and eighteen years old, which would have made Brown a father when he was ages between thirteen and fifteen. Uh, uh,
1: fantastic, Ugh. fantastic!
0: Disney is a hell of a drug. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> I think uh, I think I need a break to comprehend what you just went through. <laughs> right there, okay. we'll be right back.
0: So we're back.
1: Yay. Yay.
0: So just to wrap up on Orlando Brown, I mean he had uh he had a quite a quite a long career there, but you know, sometimes that childhood acting in childhood sometimes don't does not get,
1: get you far. Yeah, but he's gotta be what now, thirty? Uh, I think he's in his twenties. He's um he was four in ninety five. So that means that he's twenty four in fifteen. Okay. So that would make him 29, so 30. 30, yeah. Let's let's, let's say 30.
0: Yeah, he's kind of focusing more on his rap career. He's got a couple things that I guess there's one thing that's in production, but they're very small roles. But he just keeps getting in trouble, with, unfortunately, with the law. Um, The person who had the second most successful career coming out of this is, uh, I don't remember the the actor's name, the kid actor, but it's the kid who ends up being the Shermanator. Oh, Um,
1: in the Apple Pie movies?
0: An apple pie movie. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, well, it was an apple pie. What do you want from me? <laughs> only in one of them. There's only an apple pie in one of them.
0: Yeah, the American Pie movies. Um, he's had bit parts here and there in a lot of different things, but you know, nothing, nothing hugely breaking out other than The Shermanator, which right. he's reprised, I think, like after the first American Pie. I almost said apple
1: pie again. I think <laughs> he was in all three I can't remember. if he Yeah, was in and American then he was in, in a he was in to direct two
0: other direct videos, so I think it's five total. So
1: Bandcamp, he was in American Pie Bandcamp, and then American Pie. We don't know what the hell to call it, but yeah. we need to make some more money. Exactly. Gotcha.
0: The American Pie, the Cash Grab, yeah. And then uh, Steve Martini, who plays Cadet Stone. Um, they, I think they were trying to position him to be like the next kind of heart kind of character, and his career just didn't he didn't do much. He's he's got two movies that he wrote with his brother. Okay. Um, uh, one of them is called uh, the, the second one was called Lime Life and actually got a little bit more play I think than the first one um, and it was set in 1979 so it's based on childhood events um, of him and his brother um, in Long Island and it stars Emma Roberts um, Rory Culkin the other Culkin brother that's not Macaulay um, Alec Baldwin, Cynthia Nixon, and Timothy Hutton. Um, other than that, I think he plays in a band out in Los oh, Angeles. So good for him. Um, couldn't find too much else on him. So. So those were the kids that. W- got the most out of it the rest of them really aren't doing much the the kid that was the the one tubby tubby is actually living in north carolina um i think he's working for fedex
1: or something like that oh fantastic <laughs> that would explain why the last package i got delivered from fedex had m&ms on it
0: oh that's kind of mean
1: but that was if his thing happy. in the movie. I mean, he was constantly carrying that thing of M&M's. Was it he M&M's? Was I thought it was
0: like was Bugles oh, or was, some, some was bugles something like Funyuns. Or it might not have been M&M's. Yeah. It might
1: have been Chips. If you notice in the scene where he relocates them to better premises on campus, yeah. when he takes them out to that shitty barracks, everybody else had all their gear. He had a shopping bag full of Lay's potato chips. <laughs> it, was literally, it was like seven bags. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question from earlier, uh, I did a little research there at break. Okay. Um, I noticed that he was scuba qualified and that he was he had a parachute uh, his the me- you can see the things that he wore on his on his camis above his left breast pocket, he was scuba qualified and he had the parachutist badge, which after looking it up means that he was probably, f- we called him when we were in we called him Marine Force Recon, okay. which is literally It's
0: kind of like SEALs
1: or uh, well SEALs are a a different green beret SEALs are tip i think st- i think seals are hostage rescue and hostage rescue only okay. i think i have to double check on that but force marine recon is about we're going somewhere and we got a lot of people to kill they're the ti- like like the the thing i was reading to you said it they're the tip of the spear they go in find out what's going on they get in and they either tear shit up or they get out and then say this is what we got i mean recon it's it's in their name but mm-hmm. they are the elite of the elite in the marines okay if you're if you're infantry in the Marines and you want to be a badass, which you already are if you're infantry in the Marines, you you, you go out for that. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so after this movie, um, Karen Parsons uh, didn't really do m- too much. I she think didn't she didn't need
1: d- to. She got all that Fresh Prince of Bel-Air money. Well,
0: she got the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Um, she tried to uh, create and produce and write and star in a Fox sitcom called Lush Life, and it was canceled after four episodes. Ouch! Yeah, um, she was in the job with Dennis Leary, but that got canceled early too. Um, and after Major Pain, the only other major movie she was in was Ladies Man, the Ladies Man,
1: the I like, I
0: liked it. I like it. to talk to the lady. I like the call from the ladies. Yeah, so that's it. She's like... Um, right now. She's doing animated films um, as far as creating them about unsung black heroes um, and th- in the last year she published her first middle school grade novel so she's doing other things other than she got
1: she got enough money and she was on, what was fresh Prince on for ni- nine years oh
0: uh, 1990 to 1996 so six years
1: seven seven years Okay. Because you count 90 as well. Okay. 90 plus 6 is 96, but when 90 is included.
0: 0 plus 6 is
1: 6. <laughs> no. <laughs> 90, 91, <laughs> 92, 93, 94, 95, 96. Oh, that ain't math. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it was math. I said it was TV.
0: <laughs> Anywho. So. Anything else we want to talk about here? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that pivotal scene, right? The scene that gets the boys on Major Payne's side. Okay. All right. So we have Cadet Stone, and it is Parents' Day at the Academy. And we have Major Payne, or not Major Payne, Cadet uh, Lieutenant Colonel Stone, uh, played by Michael Ironside, show up. Yeah. Drunk as a skunk.
1: Yeah. He was in that movie for three minutes, maybe four. Three and minutes and got he his S- ass beat. Se- he's, he he's second. He's second billed.
0: He got bitch slapped. Yeah. Uh. What else was Michael no. Ironside in?
1: Oh, Michael Irons. He was. He's been in a ton of stuff. He was in Starship Troopers. He was in. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, it was. It was. Oh, it was right there. He was in Total Recall. He's been in a lot of stuff. A lot of action movies. A lot Top of action. He was. That's right. He was in I- Top Gun. He was Extreme the commander.
0: Extreme Prejudiced.
1: Yep, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's he was a '80s '90s action guy.
0: Highlander Two: The Quickening.
1: Oh dear God!
0: <laughs> he needs to take that <laughs> shit off his resume. Oh, Highlander Two. Um, so I had some, I had some questions and issues because as a step parent,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: and I think we're bypassing the I have questions section of our of our episode here.
1: You have more fucking questions about this movie than you about do. Suicide Squad. I do. Well, <laughs> I'm curious,
0: but okay. He has custody of his stepson. His stepson. I know of no law. Unless we can get our lawyer friend in here or lawyer friends in here to explain this to me, I know that. If something were to happen to you when Jacob was a minor age, your son, my stepson, Mm -hmm. or both you and his biological mother, I would not get custody of him. I have no claim and no right to my stepchildren. Okay,
1: true. Right? But if his mother... If he married, obviously he married his mother because mm-hmm. he married Stone's mother. That's how okay. that happens. Yeah. Stop and think about the fact that it's his stepfather, but what are both their last names? Stone. Stone.
0: So he got adopted. So he
1: probably legally adopted him.
0: Ah. Oh, okay. the
1: And if the mother died and the f- biological father's out of the picture, then th- that's a possibility. I mean, you're you're stretching right there. It probably would have been better if it had been his real father. Yeah. Because, I mean. To, I, I mean, I say powerful scene, and I'm doing air quotes here, guys. Right. That's the that is the moment of the movie where they realize that Major Payne loves them, he is and, on their side, yeah, and, and and will will protect them no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he shows up. He fi- you find out that he was a lieutenant colonel. I, I you know it's it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've gone over my ranks in all four. I don't remember if there's a lieutenant colonel in all four, mm-hmm. uh, I, so I can't say that he was Marine or Army. I don't. I know there's not a lieutenant colonel in the Navy because it's their 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 right. officers are really weird. But he wants him to salute him, and he won't salute him because he doesn't respect him because he's a drunk. He's fall down drunk at Father's Day, and he uh, he attacks Cadet Stone, mm-hmm. and Major Payne sees it and stops him and tells him to stop, and he gives Lip Payne some lip, and he's like, "You're not gonna mess with this boy while he's on my time." You notice Major Payne never hit him.
0: No, you're right. He it was, didn't. It was, all, it
1: was all about evasion. I uh, was wrong. Yeah, you're right. Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel came at him three or four times, and he you know, jujitsu his ass onto the ground, and he got pissed off, and he said, told him, I'm going to ask you nicely, take your ass it's and get in your car. It's the wise,
0: smaller man that moves out of the way.
1: Right, right. Um, but that's that legitimately is exactly how boot camp works. And ironically... We also found out at break that he actually spent several weeks training as a drill instructor. Now, I've talked to some Marines who went through drill instructor training school and they said if you thought boot camp was bad.
0: Oh, well, really? Oh, my
1: God. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's rough. The, to, to be drill instru- a, a drill instructor is, I mean, you are in tip-top physical shape and you are going seven days a week, 18, 20 hours a day. It's, it's rough. It's rough. But he went actually went through that to learn and and understand it and you can i could see he carried himself mm-hmm. very well in this movie which to me was part of the reason that i do like this movie but there is a moment at some point in time in boot camp where you realize that your drill instructor is not there to hurt you he's there the first the first part of boot camp is all about breaking you down tearing you down right and then they build you back up into what they want there is a point that comes around where you think it just can't get any worse, and that nobody cares about you, and and it's different for every guy; it's a different situation. But that moment was the moment that they, he showed them that you're mine, and I will protect you, and I will take care of you, and I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. because they saw they saw what he did to this guy who they knew beat the shit out of Alex on a regular basis, and he didn't. I mean, he didn't even break a sweat, and that was when they were like. You know, he called him to attention. They saluted him, and he's like, "We got a lot of work to do." And then they started playing "Respect," Nakatomi, 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 <laughs> from Aretha. <laughs> but huh. um, it was just, you know, it's that stupid, campy. Yeah, it, uh, is, you it know, is. family moment. It that is. They, and that then you and up. then
0: you get the reversal, which is him getting his his call up to and his promotion. Um, I will save my I have questions to the I have questions portion of the show um, on that part. Um, so the kids were let down, but they do go to the tournament or what was it called? The Virginia
1: Military Games.
0: The games, okay.
1: You will win. Whiskey, Indigo, November. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they do kick ass a little bit.
1: Until they, did, they did good.
0: Until uh, Cadet Stone gets tripped by the their former cadet.
1: Madison. Madison, yeah, so yeah, asshole.
0: He was, he was, and I have. I'll reserve my. I have questions about that. Today, I have questions. So. Okay. Um, and then. Uh,
1: I will. I will throw out my only. Hated it. Part of the movie. Hated it. I did not like the final drill scene.
0: Oh, with the the, drill with the rap song in the, and stuff in the, in the competition. Just let yeah. Tiger.
1: Just let Tiger run it just let him run it and and kill it yeah cuz that's would never ever
0: that's a movie that's your I know. stripes that's I know. your yeah and i told you that and, yeah. we, and
1: you said the same thing and y- you're right but that was as far off base as they got for this whole movie you do not do final drill with uh rat now, music in the background now okay
0: now they had a p- now I'm, I'm not sure which one was the one that was supposed to be deaf
1: I the, I've the, never figured the the that out. The Waynans,
0: or was the one that was laughing about The, the Waynans
1: one is not the deaf one. He was the one that was like, "Oh, you a genius. You Red Fox." No, no, you Richard Okay, Pryor. all right.
0: So the guy who is the deaf one um was always kind of pulling some weird kind of dance move and and doing the the funky stuff with mm-hmm. the with the the rifles and stuff like that. And he was in this whole um sequence. There was a part where he was blindfolded and was doing what what do they call that when they're flipping around the the Twir- rifle twirlies with the gun twirlies uh, with the gun <laughs> i don't know what they call you that you never were part no. of that oh no um whatever color I guard was, crap yeah, yeah wasn't whatever yeah disciplined for, not enough for that yeah um so i didn't like is that allowed
1: <laughs> absolutely uh, blindfolded the, oh yeah the, oh, okay. si- the marine corps silent drill team they they have some maneuvers where they go they go dr- drill or, sil- or uh, blindfolded mm-hmm. but see I was okay with that, with them bringing him in like that, because he could never do drill, because drill is about, uh, because close order drill is only about hearing a command and executing it immediately. Mm -hmm. And I cannot tell you how many thousands of hours of drill we did in boot camp, but he could never do it because he would not hear the command. Mm -hmm. He could stay in cadence because he could watch everybody else, but he would never hear the command. So if I walk, if I go back and watch it, I'm pretty sure he's not a part of them marching. He no, comes I think in back, afterwards, yeah, and yeah. then he does the, the twirly, the whirly twirly gumdrops. <laughs> <with the> <laughs> <nice>.
0: <laughs> well, that see, that was a part of a of, of a question that uh, another question that I had because there was there's a scene where they're prepping, and you know it's after this whole turning point and the and the whole cadet team gets behind him and they're they're running their drills and they're doing this and 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 pain is taking them through the drill. And he looks over, and this cadet is just doing, just getting funky, um, and doing what he can, and 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 he kind of Major Payne kind of does a double take, and to me, I'm like, if if they were actually running drills, would he just allow him to be over there screwing around, or would he probably get him back in order?
1: Well, again, he's dad, so uh, you know, it's kind (laughs) of like the kicker at football practice. When the offense is scrimmaging the defense, the kicker doesn't really have anything to do. So what's he going to do? He's going to kind of hang out on the sidelines. He's going to watch. He can't kick field goals because they're on the field. Okay. He's, you know what I mean? There's All not, right. there's not much he can do. Now my question is, I had so many questions. my question, <laughs> my question there is, and this is going to come off as probably insensitive and it's not meant to be insensitive. How's he dancing? He, he's deaf. You can feel. But he's standing in the middle of a field. Oh. There's nothing to feel unless he's dancing to the cranes that are landing around him.
0: <laughs> and he I mean
1: Sandhill, you, you know what I mean? But, but I, I get I get it. it has it's, got it's, that it's, internal room,
0: man. It's he's the got the, movie, the boogie in It's him. the movie
1: thing. And I, that's, I, 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 unlike you, I just accepted it and I moved on. <laughs> 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 I
0: was just curious. <laughs> you know. You I gotta mean, replace. you might and? have him
1: doing, so you might make him do calisthenics or push-ups, but I mean, to be honest with you, those guys would probably have practiced drill two or three hours a day. And you can't have somebody doing push-ups for two or three hours. It just, you, you can't. And what else is he going to have him do? He, okay. he wasn't a slave driver.
0: No, it makes sense. It makes sense. I just that when I was watching it, I was like, what?
1: Right. So That's understood. Okay. Cool.
0: Cool. 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 We had the uh, late wrestler in there as well. Was his name Bam Bam?
1: Bam Bam Bigelow. Did he die?
0: He did die. He died in Hudson, Florida in 2007, I think, drug overdose. Was it 2007 <coughs> or 2005?
1: True Florida story.
0: Yeah. Only in Florida. Um. Let me see here. Bam Bam Bigelow died in 2007 at age of
1: 45. Well, he was a heavy guy too. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. John, yeah. John Candy style, but that kind of sucks, you know? Mm. Um, but I, eh, eh. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. So, I think that was most of my notes. I mean, I I I can appreciate a little bit more because I had like I like I said I, I still have questions for the I questions if you're ready for doing that but I've Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Um All right. So, what did I say? Oh, so he when you get just dis- I mean it, when you are discharged honorably, can they reinstate you? Absolutely. They can.
1: Yeah, an honorable so an honorable discharge is like is like you going to work for a company, giving them your two weeks notice, and in two weeks going back and say, Hey, can I have a job? That's that's Okay, what it is.
0: supplicant. Okay. So all right, so here's here's what here's let's recap what happened here. So he was honorably discharged. He went on to head this junior RTC. The general comes back and says, You're being promoted mm-hmm. and we need to go on active duty on this mission to kill, kill, kill. He accepts it. He takes the paperwork. But is he not officially reinstated till he gets somewhere to sign papers and stuff like that? Because he doesn't show up. Pretty much. So would that be, would he be AWOL at that point? Or what's the, I mean, that's... No. No.
1: Because he has not signed and committed. Okay. It's like, uh, okay, when you enlist in the service... You mm-hmm. go down and you tell them, I want to enlist. Okay. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they say, okay. You cannot be considered AWOL until the day that you're supposed to ship. Okay. Once you sign, then if you go, I'm not going. That, that There's no grace
0: period after that.
1: Right. It's it's done. Now, the difference between enlisted and an officer is uh, he is a co- what they call a commissioned officer. Okay. As a commissioned officer, you have a time that you have to put in. Mm-hmm. Um, like an initial, it's like you're uh, like if you get a, a gym membership or something and they give you such and such and you have to be a member for this long before whatever. Okay. And then, and then you can leave without owing any money. You know, like uh, we, we're going to give you this job. Once you're a, commi- as, as a commissioned officer at that point, once you reach that obligation, you can resign your commission at any time. You can say, I'm out. And you put your hand on the desk and you're done. So there's no AWOL or anything like that. But there are certain steps that you have to meet in the military to be able to retire, which is probably why they were giving him the whole, the lieutenant colonel. You didn't make the lieutenant colonel. Uh, I find it hard to believe that somebody that had his service record mm-hmm. with all the stuff that he had done, he would have made lieutenant colonel. There would have been there would have been no issue. Well,
0: they said it was this his fourth time, right? Y-
1: He'd made it the first time. Okay, you're in force recon, and. You have not been court martialed and you're doing those things, they're not getting rid of you. It's, 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 they're going to do what they have to do. So, okay.
0: So, if you are discharged and they're reinstating you back, do you have to re not sign, but um, when you.
1: Swear in. Swear in. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Even yeah. when you even when you're active duty. <laughs> it just if, I just
0: showed him the palm of my hands because I couldn't think of the word. If you're
1: active duty and you re enlist, yeah. you swear in every time because it's just like uh it's just like Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a membership if you have a membership with Amazon Prime, yeah. you have to pay every year. Okay. So that's what the reenlistment is. The reenlistment is you mm-hmm. agreeing and paying, basically. You're you you have to sign the paperwork. You have to swear in. You have to swear uh, okay. your, your oath and all that crap. Again. Okay.
0: So because he didn't, he was supposed to. Because they made it sound like okay, you got to show up. You got to be there at five o'clock because you're going to ship out in twenty four
1: hours. That and that. And if he was force recon, uh, yeah, that's not surprising. Okay. Because all right, we can use what just happened in Iran.
0: Okay. They yeah. had
1: they had an issue at the embassy on what was it Saturday? Yep. And we had boys there on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Those, that's how it is. Okay. That's how it works.
0: So he backs out and he goes to support the kids, and he stays in the junior ROTC. So he's obviously not in trouble with the military.
1: No, the military would not come after him. Now, what he has done probably at that point is that was his last shot.
0: Okay, but you know. he's with he's married now
1: with. That does not matter. You could allowed to be married.
0: I know, but he's he's probably not wanting to go back because he's married and he's adopted tiger and all that right. at the end. So what
1: you think? I'm gonna marry you, adopt tiger, and get a white picket fence. Tell Mama to come go get my Tell Ma I go get my field knife. Field knife. <laughs> <laughs> no, tell Ma I go bring my field knife. Yeah. Yeah. That he would he would not have been in trouble. I mean, you mm. know, they might have been upset or disappointed, but okay. dang, what are they gonna do?
0: All right, so here's my second question. Completely not um military question. They're competing um they're going through was the gauntlet is that what it's called when they're d- they're doing the the obstacle course and the race and all that and the re- the relay yeah whatever it is we just
1: call it the the relay race okay so
0: they're at the game they're doing kind of a relay obstacle course thing so last leg of this is just a run to the finish line and it's cadet stone and cadet dodson right dodson is the one that that went to and got transferred to another school.
1: Yeah, you. guys <laughs> you yeah. <always> make me <laughs>
0: um yeah, exactly. So should yeah, there's there's, there's some yeah, we should probably explain for those who didn't see the movie. Um that Dodson was the one that was kind of the commander he under was, the he was platoon sergeant. Platoon sergeant, okay. Um Payne decides to put Stone as Platoon Sergeant No. Be- no?
1: no. You might have missed this part you Oh what did I miss? Out. When he, when Bam Bam Bigelow came mm-hmm. and he was in the, he was in the platoon, in the barracks and he was like, who, 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 who did this? Oh, okay. He says, I, I yeah, must no, have had I saw it coming, that, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And he says, I, d- I did it, sir. And he goes, there's one with death warrant signed. Who else? And he goes, I acted alone. And he goes, you did this by yourself? He says, yeah, you must really want me gone. And he says, all right, you are now command or platoon sergeant. Okay. Because, because. I can tell a story about that if you want. Remind go me, ahead. remind me of the story. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, but that's what he did. He he realized he realized that he had integrity. That he stood up and said, "Hey, I did this." And he was also willing to take the bucket of shit that the entire platoon. He knew the entire platoon had to have chipped in. There's no way one guy had that much money, right, to pay a, a biker guy to come beat him up, right. So he stood up and he took the he put the platoon on his shoulders and said, "I did it." And he says, "All right, here you go. There's there's." Well, and I also... part of being a family I is, is also, taking care of everybody. I
0: also saw it as the fact that, okay, you're the one who wants me gone so bad, so now I'm going to put you in a position to realize and understand what I'm dealing with.
1: It's, that's probably a very good way to look at it as well. Yeah.
0: Okay. So so now we got these two people or chasing er, racing each other. And Dodson gets the head start. Stone catches up. Now they're in the last leg. They have a line of people on the left and a line of people on the right all watching the race right up to that finish line, you would think that there would be some kind of officials of that game up there at that finish line. Somebody had to have seen Dodson trip Stone because that's that's what brought them down is that Stone got tripped and he hurt himself and now they...
1: The only thing I can come up with is that they think that they just accidentally ran into each other.
0: That and was. He made it look like an accident. it was no
1: accident. Well, no, but the music gave it away.
0: Yeah, I know the music gave it away, but it didn't look like an accident. He no, ran into him intentionally, uh, like I a freaking linebacker. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah, you would yeah. you would
0: think that somebody would have seen that and then immediately disqualified him. He wouldn't
1: have done it if it hadn't been in a script. <laughs> we got to get Tiger uh, in there, ladies. We got to get Tiger in there, fellas. Got to get Tiger. Got to get
0: there. the cute little kid. We got to get the cute little kid. Yeah.
1: So the story, I'll tell you the story about the standing up and the integrity thing. Okay. You don't get a lot of time to eat in Marine Corps boot camp. Okay. So. Oh,
0: I think I know what the story is. You, Go you ahead.
1: Basically, literally, when you sit down, you just make a sandwich out of everything. And you just shove it in your mouth as fast as possible. Because you have to wait in line. But your drill instructor walks into the front of the line because he doesn't wait. and He gets his plate. And when he sits down, he eats. And when he's done and he stands up, everybody's done. So if you're at the end of the line, you... May not have gotten a lot to eat. Well, we were hungry. I was hungry for like, I was there 14 and a half weeks, so I was hungry for about 19 and a half weeks. (laughs) When we went to second phase, which is where you do all the Marine stuff, you shoot the the special weapons, you throw the grenades, you shoot the anti-tanks, you qualify with the M16, all that happiness. We went to a different barracks, and we went from being on the second floor up to the third floor. Well, the chow hall was a little bit different, and we were not allowed to get certain things to eat. We were not allowed to get any desserts. We were not allowed to have milk for breakfast. (coughs) Excuse me.
0: Because the milk was a bad idea? Uh,
1: Well, because it could sour in your stomach. It could cause bad breath. So you weren't, yeah, Think basically, yeah. (laughs) Um, And and you weren't allowed to, um, you didn't get fruit, even though you were allowed to eat it, but you didn't get it because it took too long. Like if you had an orange there, it took you too long to peel the orange. Okay. You were better off getting a yogurt or something that you could just open up and squeeze in your mouth and just suck it down and be, be done. So in second platoon, in second in second phase, they had a lot more fruit available. So what we would do, what we decided we would do as a group, was we had our cargo pockets. And you always marched in the same spot in formation, always. So you had the two outside rows and you had the two inside rows. Everybody on the inside row would put a piece of fruit in each pocket, one on each leg, because the pants were baggy enough that you could kind of hide it. It was hard if it was something really big, but like a banana or a pear, you could hide it. As that. long as the
0: pear w- or the... The, the fruit were, weren't overripe because of anything we well, else. You didn't, yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you had to
1: be careful. But, and then we would go back to the barracks that night, and we would just, here, have a. I got a pear. Who wants a banana? Because we were starving. So we couldn't take an orange and peel it and throw it in the garbage can because the drill instructor would smell it. You know, so we would take in our peels, and we were throwing them out the window. Mm-hmm. Well, we didn't know that just over the second floor, there was a ledge out there where all the peels were landing so we're walking in formation one day and we're coming back from chow and the drill instructor tells us to take a i can't right or left whichever it was not the way we were supposed to go and when something different happened we knew something was up so he takes us out back he puts us in formation we're in formation he tells us to face him and he says i'm gonna ask everybody right now who's got fruit in their pockets (laughs) I put my hand right up. (laughs) I had an orange (laughs) and an apple. There was three of us, three of us that raised our hands. And he says, get your ass over there against that wall. And we were like, oh, my God. Because, I mean, I'm not lying. I I got hit on a daily basis. I got punched in the stomach. I got kicked. I got smacked. (laughs) I I, I mean, get shit beat out of me. He made everybody else that he walked up to and put their hands, his hand on their pocket and found fruit, he made them do push-ups for 45 minutes. And we watched.
0: Oh, my God.
1: I thought I was going to get shit kicked out of me when we went back to the barracks. Because there would be reprisals. No. There will be reprisals. From the rest of the troops. Yeah, that's what I meant, from the rest of the troops. Because uh, they're crew. like, God, we had to fucking push, and you didn't. And somebody said, why would you raise your hand? And I'm like, I'm not going to lie to the guy. He's good. He, 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 he was going to find out. I mean, if I could have went and done push-ups with you guys, I would have. Nobody was mad at me. I was really surprised. But we didn't get in trouble. Because we told the truth. If everybody would raise their hand, he told us afterwards, if everybody would have raised their hands, we'd have, we'd have, he'd have let us have bring fruit back to the barracks. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. Because, you know, a Marine doesn't steal, a Marine doesn't lie, and a Marine doesn't cheat. O- okay. <laughs> right. But it was, it was just so, to so, so see Stone step forward, I was like, hey, shit, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: All right. So here's my last question. Oh, my God. If I have questions.
1: It's called a Huey. It's a helicopter. It oh
0: no no that's not it. Okay,
1: so I none of
0: the things that he did to get the guys in line surprised me. Okay, the shaving of the heads, <laughs> the, the the running around in the dresses, the uproot
1: yourself, my little patch of Brussels sprouts. Surprised well, yeah. Me. Oh, I'm getting there. I'm
0: getting there. Like the moving them into the barracks that weren't so you know uppity high class. Um. So, yeah, the Brussels sprouts. So he's got them, like, they're all complaining because they went into that. What do they call that kind of barracks, that little the That's half moon? Called, it's called a Quonson hut. A Quonson hut. Okay. So the Quonson hut. He moves them in the Quonson hut to try to put them together because obviously he wants them to be living together so they can be more of a unit, more of a team. Absolutely. Right. So they all start complaining. So they're up to their necks in the mud and he's spraying them with water. That seemed like something that maybe probably wouldn't happen in boot camp. Maybe today, I don't know. Back in your time, it seems like back in your time, a lot of people were hit more and stuff like that. I don't know if what
1: basic training's like today. But there is a it's a true story uh, of a Marine Corps drill instructor punishing his platoon by making them march at night, and they went out into the swamp, and three guys got lost and drowned. Oh, minutes. really? Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah. um we got to they had a place called the pit that you would get what they air quotes d- called dug in okay and this was how you got dug side shuttle hops push-ups leg lifts side shuttle hops leg lifts push-ups so basically you flopped around on the fish or on the sc- on the ground like a fish because there was it's no like way burpees huh
0: it was like burpees and no, no, no! You, you were supposed <laughs> to
1: uh, you were supposed to go from doing like leg lifts to a side straddle hop, right? Which is ju- jumping jacks. Okay. But they didn't give you enough time. It was literally just side straddle hops, leg lifts, side straddle hops. You, you, you were up and down, up and down, and it was just it was just to fuck with you and wear you out. It was literally that was the whole purpose. And it was in the pit. It was a sandbox, literally a sandbox, big enough for the entire position. We got to do that at three o'clock in the morning in our underwear one night <sighs> in February in South Carolina. So none of that stuff <laughs> – you're going to put me in a pit and spray water on me? We had to take a shower outside, outside with no heated water and no towels in, in February in, in boot camp. So none of that stuff surprised me. It was, I, I thought it was hysterical. When he told him, uproot yourself my little patch of Brussels sprouts, first time I heard that, I had to change my underwear. I peed so hard. It was, <laughs> it was, it was amazing. It was so funny. <laughs> They okay. talked about in the thing that we were reading there at the break time about how he, the drill instructors were saying that it's important to be a good comedian because you're constantly on your toes. They did. They made they made fun of us. Not a single person for 13 weeks, e- 14 and a half weeks, ever got called your last name. Ever. It was never your last name. One guy's name was Abrahamson. They called him Ambrosia. Um, I was... <laughs> Pope I, I was it it was never it was constantly anything they could say to be derogatory to you so when he was doing that stuff and none of that surprised me a bit
0: yeah i had a boss one time when my last name was castingway called me castingberry just because you know, she was just out of it but yeah i get
1: it she sounds super smart
0: castaway they used to call me castaway
1: yeah good good for you yeah. did you correct him like you corrected
0: no me? no it was no it was it was affectionate so
1: oh okay yeah all right yeah i Tell her she can be more affectionate with fifties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm assuming since you relate so much to this movie that you don't have any questions.
1: I didn't really have any questions. Right. I mean, the the you know, the, you brought him up. The yeah. not seeing them trip him at the race. Mm. Uh, I can't believe that you all gave them those high marks. Um, you know, for the drill. Uh, why is he? W- what restaurant are we at that is playing two live crew? Um, Little stuff, yeah. Just, just uh, but I, I was okay with it. Okay. Uh, the only, the only thing I would call bullshit on is a marine with that service record that was that valuable in those situations
0: not being promoted. They never,
1: they never. W- he, he'd have been a lieutenant colonel six years ago.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, okay, right. Yay me. No, I learned a lot. I learned oh, okay. a lot. Okay. Well, hopefully
1: everybody else did too because we didn't talk about the movie very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes that happens.
1: Every now and then. <laughs> All right, so stagecoach door. We open. Stagecoach door. We open. Stage downtown door. New York City. It's a
0: musical stage. What? I'm oh, sorry. No, we open.
1: Okay. Downtown New York City. Ooh. A stagecoach rolls down the street. Stagecoach. Because those are popular in downtown New York City.
0: A ghost stagecoach.
1: It's a ghost stagecoach. Door. 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 Sitting up on top door. of it's the guy who did the voice for Winnie the Pooh. hmm <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: So do you have a question for me?
1: No, I don't have a question for you. Yeah, you do? No, I don't. Okay, what were your three favorite parts of the movie? Oh. Yeah, there's my question. Oh, for there's you. your question. In your face.
0: In your face. In your face. Um the part that made me laugh the most was the part that I liked, is where he's having this vision of what it would be like if he stayed behind and, you know, married her and adopted Tiger and all that. So that was funny. I, that was probably the funniest part of the the whole movie. That, that was think. the part you laughed the loudest at. I did. I laughed the loudest at that. I did like that scene between Cadet Stone and Major Payne um, after the kids kind of got after the beat jumped down. Up to the beatdown. Um, it was good. It was a good scene. I think it was acted well between the two of them. It, it was was good. Um, I'm stretching for a third one. Um, why don't you tell me yours and I'll I'll think about it.
1: My favorite scene is the entire he meets them scene. Okay, the whole yeah, one dressing Tubby, den, tubby yeah. yeah, the whole Tubby, and when he says he says to him, "You like the way I you like the way I treat these boys?" Yeah, or he was saying, "You must be you must be Red Fox." No, you Richard Pryor, and he goes, "You like the way I handle these boys?" Says yeah. He says, make you feel good to see a black man in charge. He goes, Malcolm X. He goes, come here, come here. Let me lean in here. Let me me tell you something. Lean in here. Because that shit has been done to me. About, come here, come here, come here, come here. And then you get punched in the stomach. And he goes, I am not your damn brother. (laughs) (laughs) Because the second thing they said to us in boot camp, the first thing was, get off my fucking bus. That was the first thing. The second thing was, there is no color here. There's only shades of green. So he could care less that they were black or white. He was about... This is we're a unit, we're a group. Uh, My second one was the uproot yourself, my little sack of uh, Brussels sprouts. And my third one, as dumb as it sounds, was don't touch the whistle. (laughs) (laughs) When he tells her not to touch his whistle, don't push the maybe, baby. Don't
0: push the maybe. And and a a
1: tie, a tie is the little engine that could, and then eliminating the bad man in the closet.
0: Okay, yeah, that one was pretty funny. If he's Which, in there, he's
1: not very yep. happy. Which, you know yeah. what? We're going to play that clip for you right now. Okay. He's back! He's back! Who's back? The man who loves my closet! Oh, boy, get on out of here with that. I'm scared of the dark crap. Go on, now get! Sensitive. Hello there fella. You know what you're having? It's called a nightmare. You know what a nightmare is? Well that's all this is. Why don't you run on back to your room for that man jump out the closet and your little head off? <gasps> sensitive. You call that being sensitive? Let me give you a little history
0: on Kevin Dunn. Both of his parents are dead. Car
1: accident, 1989. Lived in the chest and off it is till 1991 when the school adopted him. I know all about it. Well, then you should also know that the last thing he needs right now is a sadistic father figure scaring the life out of him
0: maybe what he needs is for you to pop your titty out his mouth and let the boy grow up. Excuse me. What did you say? I didn't stutter. I said, pop your titty out his mouth and stop babying him.
1: I don't call it babying. I call it nurturing. And I call it neutering. And I call you an insecure, overbearing, psychopathic, dictatorial, egomaniacal, frigid, lunatic, asshole!
0: I ain't (gasps) frigid.
1: He's still there! You wanna see nurturing? in there he ain't happy What's the sky? Major Payne just terminate that Batman with extreme prejudice and if he's still in there he ain't happy you run on back to bed and man ain't gonna bother you no more
0: thank you Major I love you
1: he's in there he ain't happy <laughs> yeah that's it now what would legitimately happen if he discharged his firearm in the room into a door at a boy's school oh he'd be gone he'd keep he'd, pfft, he'd probably go to jail right especially, yeah. especially in today's society okay so would you watch this again
0: would I watch this again? Um, I, I might have it on in the background while I was doing I something. <laughs> do
1: scrubbing the floors and cleaning the ground on the tile with a toothbrush. Probably put it on so I could not be unhappy. Awesome. <laughs> All right.
0: I might have to see it again. I'm not going to do it very soon, but I might have to see it again just to... Just to to watch th- for the subtleties that you're talking about. Okay. So that's I'm glad we had this conversation about. It. See, this is why we do this.
1: Yeah. So oh, I'll, stop it. I'll follow this <laughs> up with what wonderful piece of 1912 cinema do I get to watch this
0: week? <laughs> oh, no, no, no.
1: You know what? I can't oh, ask no. you that yet because we didn't do something.
0: <gasps> what did we not do? Um, while you're looking that up, um, n- yeah, I was really surprised because when we watch these things, sometimes I will look up the Roger Ebert. Okay. Um thanks uh, he, he gave it like I think three out of he gave four it three stars? Out of five. Three out of four, three uh, of three five. Out of three out of four? I think it was three out of four. So he says it does it uh the the he says although the plot of the movie is a familiar formula, the dialogue and performance or not, it's a smart, funny job of poking at all the um military kind of drill sergeant things. Kay. So um which was surprising to me because you know, Ebert's a little bit of a well, Maverick a wild card sometimes, I guess. Yeah,
1: sometimes. Sometimes. So uh, this movie, I do not know what its budget was. It made twenty nine point four one two million dollars. Nineteen ninety five, it was the number sixty one movie. It o- it made seven million. This is the bad part. It made seven million opening weekend, and only made twenty nine million overall. Which means that it, it must not have been. Yeah, I wonder very what else well came received. out after that. Well, I don't know, but it was a
0: March release, so.
1: Well, uh, yeah, there couldn't have been much. Uh the biggest movie that year was Toy Story, followed by Batman Forever, followed by Apollo 13, Pocahontas, Ace Ventura When Nature Calls.
0: Okay.
1: Which ironically was the second Ace Ventura.
0: And they do mention Ape Ace Ventura in the in the movie.
1: S- uh Jumanji, Golden Eye, Casper, 7, Die Hard with a Vengeance. They do min- mention him, which is uh I and I didn't put this together until doing a little bit of research. He, I thought it was funny that they broke that fourth wall and said Ace Ventura when he's talking about the kid with the dog. Right. And he asked him what would anybody want with a blind dog, which was a great joke. Right. Um, I forgot that they starred together on Living Color. Yeah, In they Living did. Color Fire, Marshall Fire Marshall Bill, Marshall Bill. And,
0: and Homie the, the Clown.
1: Well, Wayne's was a lot more than that, and they but yeah. they both were. But I yeah, I, it just so that was kind of funny to me. Okay. All right. Now what what movie do I get to watch?
0: All right. So this is an was a Christmas. Don't
1: don't w- try and talk me into it. Just tell, I'm me, not tell me what I can No, I'm I oh my to do it. I'm going to take a drink. I got to take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. So this I, I searched high and low. Um, so this was a, a Christmas present to myself, but I'm gonna let you open it.
1: Oh god, Kenny. Yeah. Kenny. How long ago did this come?
0: Oh god, I think I had that in early December.
1: Oh, fantastic. Sorry, I'm struggling with the USPS He's packaging. Sorry, now. I
0: should have brought in Kniffy.
1: That's all right. Uh, and the and the and the uh, Golden Globe goes to. The envelope, please. Oh shit! <laughs> I actually want to watch this.
0: I haven't seen it, and I've so I know this breaks it. protocol for the for this for this podcast concept. But I I do love me some kids in the hall, and I have not what? seen this. Is this is Debbie Does Dallas. No, it's not.
1: (laughs) It's Kids in the Hall brain candy.
0: Yeah, which
1: uh, everybody that uh, I listen to on podcasts talk about how good this movie is. Oh, really? Yeah, it's just not. It. It's not mainstream.
0: It got tanked so bad in the theaters because they did not. The, the studio fought the Kids in the Hall. Well, on a lot of things.
1: Kids in, in the, the Hall s- is not mainstream. No, it's okay? not. Kids in the Hall was was produced, more art house. <laughs> it was produced by Lauren Michael. Yep, and, and it was it was very big, and I think uh, we well we have the entire Kids in the Hall series on DVD. Yes, we do. Uh, and and it and and even that is hit or miss. Right, it's not Saturday Night Live. It's not. It's funny, but it's not that type of humor. No, it's odd. It's, it's a little off It's very odd yeah. and it's offbeat, but I, I can understand why it wasn't a big hit, but it was a massive bomb.
0: Yeah, well this has a uh, this movie also has the um the appearance of their their cancer boy character. Okay. Um, which the studios did not want. Did not want and they pushed back so hard on this. And so there's a lot of good trivia I think we can Fantastic. probably dig up on this. So
1: Yeah, I love um, news radio. <laughs> we well, there's that? a
0: lot you know you're going to find that that um you're not going to see Dave Foley and Dragon this one because he was just starting news radio. When uh, this started I and gotcha, they didn't okay. think it was probably a good idea for him to be wearing a dress.
1: I would I would like to say um awesome. All right. Yeah. All I right. thought I was going to have to watch Stagecoach without a door. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, nah, I figured we would do something a little different now. Unfortunately, I don't know um, this is this was hard for me to find. And yeah, you, they did like have that. it on Amazon Prime and is no longer available, so I'm hoping that we are not going to alienate a bunch of people who cannot see
1: this film. So well, if we do, um <laughs> whatever. Uh, whatever. I'm just kidding. All okay. Right, cool. Well, that was a, a lot of fun not talking about major pain.
0: This me. <laughs> it's so mean. <laughs> it is mean. No, I enjoyed this conversation because I did have a lot of questions. I I wanted to understand. I do get your point of view. This is what this whole thing's about. You don't have to worry about wondering whether or not I'm going to like a film.
1: Yes, I do because if that's the case, you would have watched a total different line of movies from this point to but from, from here on. But from, from the whole from point of the <laughs> From wherever the hell we started to wherever it is I'm going. But
0: the whole point of this podcast is to understand each other's tastes. So I get it. Understand.
1: True, but but I I mean okay, but I know that there are movies that you don't want to watch. Like literally don't like Suicide Squad. Let's let's just use Suicide Squad. Okay, yeah. You you went into Suicide Squad not wanting to like it.
0: No, that's not that's not necessarily true. Um I saw a lot of potential in Suicide Squad.
1: After you watched it. After I watched yeah. it,
0: but I still wasn't crazy about it because yeah. they did a shit job with that thing. That's
1: not true. It won a fucking Oscar. It won a makeup Oscar. Well, oh, so oh, so are you saying the makeup people aren't important? Well, I guess we can take all that stuff in the bathroom and just get rid of it. <laughs> you know what? I have had it, ladies and gentlemen. I am done.
0: <laughs> no, no. What no. an awful, awful day. <laughs>
1: I am gbishop72 on Twitter.
0: I am t5ff underscore angel on Twitter. I am also marketing underscore angel on Instagram. And you can find us on at HoneyWatchThis on Twitter, on Instagram. And we are also on Facebook. We are going to try to reach out to a couple of uh, our friends of the podcast, other podcasters, um, in the next few weeks to see if we can line, line some people up so we can get uh, some different uh, voices in here um, and people picking out movies for us. So we're, we're going to see if we can work on that. If you do have a podcast and you are interested, please uh, reach out to us on any one of our social media. Um, you can uh, be sure to find us on anywhere you can get podcasts. That would be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast. Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Um, be sure to share um, with your friends if you enjoy this podcast. Uh, rate us, review us, and make sure you subscribe on anywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Oh, oh, you did. are we, are we g- ready? We're good.
0: Oh, you tell me. Yeah, we're
1: good. All right. Thank you very, very much. We'll see you next week. Bye. Kids in the hall. Kids. Brain candy.
0: In the hall.
1: I'm just excited cuz it's in color. <laughs> oh, shit.